Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sakoda, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you. For the next 30 minutes in the studio, and we got a lot to talk about. In the studio with us, Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Services. They hire the vets. They bring in a team. They attack the the, uh, the inspection, they and they get the, the mold. Jo- they well, get they, the job have, done. they got companies that will mitigate. They, well, they will, yeah. Good morning. Good morning, 357-0813. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, is happy to see you today, Good to Bob. see you, Mr. Crosby, 499-6360. Son Greg, uh, Instagram at... At we, sell sell we, we run live videos. We're running some of the shows on there. Take a look. Take a look. Which is good. And then you can reach me, Bob Sigler, anytime, 376-5483. Coming up a little later on in the show... Brad, another one you're going to love. Also, Chuck, right. I think you're going to be right in the middle of this and Greg as well. 14 home maintenance mistakes that only take a minute to fix. So why live Uh-oh. with them, right? Oh, okay. More debating. Good advice. Good yeah. advice Good that we're coming. coming your way. Okay. So let's start. Let's uh, go to the phones and see what's happening. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHASL. Hi, Bob. This is Sandy, and I yeah. have a question. Sure. I am looking to buy a house, but it has a lot of big trees on it, and I'm a little concerned. Is there anything I should do uh, before I purchase this house to mm. protect myself against these trees? So let's let's look at two separate things. From an inspection standpoint, what would you suggest in this, Brad? Well, inspectors aren't really looking at trees per se. Uh, however, what we are looking at is whether or not there's ve- vegetation that is close to power lines, close to roof lines, things that are, are brushing against gutters, roof, um, it, it will do damage, anything that brushes up against the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we always want to recommend that vegetation is cut away from the home, particularly shrubbery. So wait, wait vegetation, uh, well, let's just be specific. Yeah. Shrubbery Shrubs, and tree branches, right, yes, that are touching your house. That's right. House, right. You don't want anything touching your house. You don't ivy, want anything, anything uh, No ivy growing on your yeah, house. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really pretty much the extent of it. Um But not arborist, right? You're not looking at structure of tree to see how safe they are. But one of the suggestions that I would have uh, Mm -hmm. for Sandy is to hire an arborist to come in and review the trees. Absolutely. But only if his name is Roger. Who's Roger? The shrubber. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm missing <laughs> that one. Guy? Oh, my God. I just made a Monty Python oh, okay. oh, reference, oh, and nobody it gets it. All, it too, went over Sorry. too early. Yeah, yeah, too early. <laughs> too, yeah, okay. more caffeine. Okay. Yeah. I feel bad. All right. But um, uh, and, but on a legal level, so yeah. is there anything legally? She can't go in and sit in trees. <laughs> you can't say to the seller, okay, I'm going to take buy the house, but I want you to do this. I mean, well, about the tree. You can say it. You can I say mean, they're not going to do it. Yeah. But I would definitely, if it's... I mean, if, if you if you have knowledge that the tree in your backyard is dead mm-hmm. uh, and could pose a threat, well, you've got to talk, you've got to disclose that. Would an insurance, could, but, could an insurance, or somebody, if you're trying to get insurance for that home, could somebody come in and say, they'd take a look at the house and say, no, is there is that a possibility? I imagine. Uh, I'd, I'd, I I'd call an arborist. I really would. Yeah, yeah, and there's a bunch yeah. of them. We've got some yeah. really great tree people here in town. And Bob, yeah. you had, um, I know when you... Remember we when bought, you bought the new house. Yeah, we had an arborist had, out you there. You guys look had them. Tie yeah. cables. There were cables there, but one of them had broken. We had a big tree in the back of our yard. It's a big Sandy, yeah. tree. Sandy loves it, and I'm, you know, no one, I love trees as well. But like Sandy's, it's, going, it's I, I mean, love this tree. All the branches are hanging out over the roof line. It's, yeah. it's a big guy. So we Gorgeous. had the arborist out there, and they retied, made sure that the these um, t- metal mm-hmm. whatever are together. Make yeah. sure. Oh, it's, yeah, it works. yeah, but from a legal perspective, the only nothing thing, you can do. Well, yeah. unless you yeah. know that there's a problem, and then you have to disclose it. And why that's, would you? That's a whole other problem. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. So, it, it, by the way, if you want to hear more about uh, what uh, sellers are saying about us, LouisvilleSellersTalk.com or go to LouisvilleZillow.com to read some of the reviews that we've got. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. My name is Whitney. Yeah. Uh, we were buying a house, and we were five days away from closing. Uh, we had our inspection, and everything was done. And then we found out uh, that the sellers knew our house was in a floodplain and didn't disclose that information. Mm-hmm. And now we're kind of stuck. Do we have any recourse towards the seller? So what would you suggest uh, at this point? Well, if I've, it it seems odd to me that it would have taken that long to find out they're in the floodplain. Yeah. Right. We, uh, when you do the appraisal, at, well, yeah, you, of course you have to disclose it. You're right. They know uh, no. But when you're borrowing money, they send out the appraiser. That's one of the first things they look at Flood is cert. whether or not you're in the uh, floodplain or not. So my first question would be uh, contact the mortgage company and see why what you know why it was missed or if it was in fact missed because uh, you can have part of your property in the flood zone, but if the house isn't in that part of the property, then, you know, what's the problem? So let's go one step back then. What if the, in this case, Whitney puts an offer on the house, does inspections, and then finds out before she closes that it's in the flood. Yeah. Let's say it's a cash deal, something like that. But I'm saying they haven't closed. They've spent money for inspections. They've Mm -hmm. spent money to have an appraisal done and they find out, it wasn't noted in the listing that it was in the flood. If plate. it wasn't disclosed, right. and if it's determined that's a material misrepresentation, uh, your damages are your damages, what you've paid for appraisals. What Nothing you, else? Yeah. You can't just go and say, oh, it was the house of my dreams. You owe me money for that. Uh, that's TV law. Uh, your actual damages <laughs> are it. what you will okay. be able to get back. Because the lender is going to be the one that says, hey, you need flood insurance on this. You well, yeah, but they do that at the very money. If it's cash, you're not going to get five not, days right, ahead well, of closing and not know if you've exactly. got a lender. Uh, unless, like I said, you've got the situation where part of the property is in the flood zone, but not all of it. Yep. When some are in the 100-year floodplain and the MSD one versus uh, they, they pretty FEMA. much They match. Uh, they, pretty they much, use, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thinking about selling your home? Hey, listen, we have got a free, no-obligation booklet, hundreds of useful tips you want a copy? It's very simple. Send me an email, bob at com, and put the selling tips in the subject line. We'll send it out to you as quickly as possible. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Beth. Yeah. I have a severe allergy to mold, and I really want to live in an older neighborhood that has a lot of character, but there's a lot of older houses. How do I ensure that there isn't any mold in the house? What can a home inspector do to help me? So, Brad, this is a problem yeah. for a lot of people who have an allergy for, for mold. Uh, it is, and I've, I've talked to quite a few people who deal with allergies. Um, Those older neighborhoods it, especially. Yeah. And and they're beautiful homes, and there's going to be molds. Mold is everywhere. I mean, we can't get away from it. It's it's on our clothes. It's on the furniture. Mm-hmm. It's on our pets. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. The, the question is, how is it dealt with? In situations like this, I mean, there's lots of different types of testing. There's plenty of do-it-yourself tests. Yeah, I was going to ask you about how you feel I mean, about you can You can buy one on Amazon and send it off to a lab. I don't know the quality of the information you get back. A home inspector who's who's going to be certified to do the mold testing um, is going to use a, a certified lab that's going to give you results that would show exactly the types of mold that are picked up on the test. The, the question is how you test. And in an older home like this, it may be best to 
uh, rather than do a sample of a small area, which is only going to tell you what mold is on that spot. You know, in these cases, we're really typically looking at doing a, what's called a mold air test, mm-hmm. where we sample the outside air, so we know what's Baseline, what's in the outside yeah. air is your control. You compare that to the indoor samples, and you know exactly the the types of different molds that are in the house that are not outside. Well, and at that, that point, now you can start pointing to you know the types of molds will indicate the type of food or substrate that they live on. Um, you'll know you know some of the sources for that. So then the remediation companies or you know someone can go in and and clean up and get rid of the mold uh, once you know the type of mold and where it might be living. How much credibility do you give to the store bought? mold kits i i don't really know i've i've tested i've retested numbers of homes uh behind the store-bought kits the store-bought kits that i've seen uh really are just a swab uh or some sort of a of a tape lift that then you send into a lab uh the reports that i've seen are very minimal they only give like you know top five molds but they don't really tell anything about the mold it doesn't you know well what about what about retests and the theory of if you get it done mm-hmm. A company like you guys, yeah. you're going to test it and say somebody's going to go miti- mi- mitigate it. And we right. always recommend you have somebody yeah. who tests it and mitigates it be separate. Don't have yes. it be the same person necessarily because, you, you and, know, and, and as home, since, yeah, since home team doesn't do any sort of the mitigation or remediation right. for radon or or mold, we do a lot of retesting for companies sure. just to kind of what, what are called mold clearance tests, okay. just to say, yes, it's been cleaned up and it's gone. By the way, last week we did a whole segment on mold. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. we all of our segments are on iTunes, and you can do a search for Louisville Real Estate Radio. You should be able to find that segment there. If not, give Just it a couple on Apple days. Music. It'll be up on those. Yeah, iTunes podcasts. on the podcasts. And then also on our website, um, WeSellLouisville.com. And uh, if you want, I'll give you the – email me, and I'll give you the direct link to it on the – and then SoundCloud also has mm-hmm. Louisville Real Estate Show. So, all right, hopefully that helps you, Mold. Now – uh, mold. Thank you, Beth. I hope that helps you on the mold issue. <laughs> I visit a lot of people each week to see if they need help to sell their home. You got to listen to this, folks. And in the studio, where do you hear this? I visited a client this week who told me a story that you really, you have to hear it to believe it. Gene, you tell a story that when you tried to sell a house, what did you do? Um, we lit Yankee candles all over the house. And trying to... Trying to make it smell nice for buyers. And then know. what happened? Well, buyers came through and thought we were trying to mask the odor in the house, mask some bad odor with the candles. So we we uh, took the candles away. How did you know they were saying it was masking the odor? We had hidden cameras <laughs> in the house. And you were listening and watching what they were saying? We were. And that gave you kind of an insight as to what was being said as they walked through? Very good insight, yes. What else were you able to do while you had these hidden video cameras? Well, we could listen to offers that they were thinking to make on the house, um, how they were planning to dicker us down on certain things, everything. Every little flaw that was in the house we heard about. Okay. Yep. So what are the takeaways from this? Oh, yeah. So let's start with the very first thing she said, the scented candles. And truthfully, we tell our sellers, don't put up scented candles. Don't, don't overdo it. If you want to have a nice pumpkin-scented candle, well, if, that's your, if that's your normal yeah. thing in the house, certainly that's fine. It's going to yeah. smell. But if you're covering something up, also, a lot of times people are going to be like, yeah, yeah. There's, this we'll is way sm- too much. But the problem is, if you've got a scented candle, 
um, and someone walks in, they're thinking already that you're trying to cover up an odor, yeah. and it may not exist. Right. So, so don't consider do that. Right. Now, let's move to the elephant in the room. Video cameras. Let's start legally. So, Chuck, I know every state has their own laws about... And she said hidden. So this, that's, is, there, is there a line between like a ring doorbell where you can see it visibly or a Nest camera versus a hidden camera? That's, that's my question. I'm going to say this is not an area that of I'm expertise. all... Yeah. That, I mean, I realize if you're on sure. the phone with somebody, yeah, you're able to tape them in Kentucky yeah. as long as one party... Person today, knows. Yeah, right. as long as one party is, is aware that I think this probably falls under Something that category. Um, there's no reason. Uh, I can't see any reasonable expectation of privacy in mm-hmm. somebody else's house. So, sure. you know, uh, all my instinct is that it's perfectly fine. Um, uh, I have never heard of that being done before. Let's, so, let me let me take yeah. this a step further. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have ring doorbell and we have yeah. discrimination laws. So, yeah. and if it were to be, to be provable, and how could you, right? That's, I guess, the whole legal thing. I've heard of instances where... People are watching through their ring doorbell, the people that are coming into their house, and they may favor one family over the next, be it they have kids or they're elderly. We're not talking race, color, religion, creed. We're just talking visible. You see how they show up to your house. You've got two offers with multiple bids. And this just brings a question of showing up to a house, being respectful. And there's a lot we are in. And we talked about this on previous episodes. We are in the technology future. Everything we do is watched. Everything we say is listened to. And and I can see it. I mean, I don't have a reasonable expectation of privacy if I'm in your house. House. You, however, have a you know a vested interest in me not walking off with uh, the diamond ring you've got stuck in the exactly. uh, yeah in the closet. So, so let me just let me tell you where I was going. One, and the, I think this is a really important topic to approach. The first thing is for buyers when you walk into somebody's home, you need to presume and agents. This is for you too, especially presume in this day and age that you're being watched, mm-hmm. that you're being recorded or watched. It may not be happening, but if you take the the position that you may be and prep your buyers and buyers beware that they may be watching, someone may be watching, you should curtail your comments about the house. Um, you can discuss, but if there were some issues or talk uh, talk about making a um, and a lot of people do that, offer. they'll sit there at the end of the showing, yeah, and they will sit just there and talk just about rap. They will talk yeah. about what they like, which you might want to move like. that part of it outside. So, yeah, so, well, not in front of the ring doorbell, not in front of the ring doorbell, <laughs> but in the car or you know on the phone. So that's the the first thing, and the second thing for sellers, I'm just opening your eyes that from what we know legally, it's not illegal, and yeah. we computers have video cameras now. Your you've got Nest, you got all these different no, cameras. Alexa's always there. listening. Alexa. Alexa, yeah, but I don't know that you can did tap you into know, that. Did you know? Yeah. Good fun fact for security. Did you know that if you're something is going wrong with you, you can tell Alexa to call nine one one, and it will. I did not know that. The police, oh, yeah. Yeah. and they will be at your door. That's very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. If along she also tells jokes. I just learned she tells oh, jokes. She also tells jokes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We're going to come back more, with more of your phone calls. Also. 14 home maintenance mistakes that only take a minute to fix. In the studios with me, Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. My son, Greg, Instagram. and the, uh, Just Instagram, at, at WeSellLouisville in the search browser. You can just go to Google, at WeSellLouisville. Boom. You'll find all done, and you can reach me anytime, 376-5483. Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agree to or bob will buy it go to we louisville.com and get top dollar for your home news radio 840 whas and we are back with the louisville real estate show in the studio chuck crosby crosby law offices 499-6360 brad Lawler, home team inspection service 357-0813 my son greg who does a great job with our Marketing and with our media and photography and balancing your books, yeah, and balancing my books, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's good. My good to do. Does my books, and uh, you can reach him uh, and at, on Instagram at we sell Louisville dot com. Yeah, or just at we sell Louisville, at right? Instagram, yeah. And of course, you can reach me anytime. Uh, Bob Sekilder three seven six five four eight three. Now fourteen home maintenance mistakes that only take a minute to fix. Okay, ready. Yeah. You ready? And yeah. again, we're going to look at everybody here. Worn fridge seals. If you've got a, a refrigerator that's multiple years old, it just needs a screwdriver, remove the metal strip, hold the seal in place. You want to check to make sure you got the right replacement seals. Yeah. Yeah. Yours, your, I've done that before. You've done that? Yeah. Brad, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, and older older units I have. Okay. I have not. You're using new, so you don't have to worry about it. Yet. Sticky vinyl window. Vinyl windows are affordable, long-lasting, great keeping colds out and drafts. One downside. Of vinyl windows, however, is that over time, dirt, grime can accumulate in the window tracks, which make it difficult to open and close. Mm-hmm. So you can banish the gunk, lubricate the windows with a little dry tape silicone spray. I, I wasn't aware of this. Yeah. Such as 3M silicone spray. WD-40? Well, no, you, no, you don't want to use WD-40. Yeah. The, a, window, a vinyl window guy gave me some advice. Yeah. What he said is you want to lubricate those tracks with a product like Pledge. Pledge. Okay. Pledge, because it's repelling the dust. So it's not oh. attracting the dirt and the dust to it like WD-40 does. Uh-huh. But it'll it'll still lubricate it, free it up, and clean hmm. at the same time. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wobbly shower heads. 
where they're maybe moving a little bit and you've got to adjust. A shower head can begin to wobble when the pipe in the wall works loose over time, stabilizing that pipe and steadying the shower head is actually That's a snap. So easy. How yeah. do you get behind the wall? Well, no, no. You just pull the, the um, you slide the shower head trim ring away from the wall. Yeah, right. You may need a screwdriver to pull it off to reveal the base of the pipe and the hole beneath. Spray a little bit of expanding foam, ah. like great stuff foam sealant, just got some of that. into the hole, not onto the pipe. And then using the straw that comes with the can, the foam will swell and harden around the exterior of the pipe, stabilizing it. That's pretty and yeah. so if it makes, it makes a lot so, of right? sense. Yeah. I mean, we've seen people I'm stabilize. I'm looking at you. I'm like, what are you, is yeah, that well, okay? <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I haven't tried that or seen it, but we've seen people stabilize with duct tape. So yeah, I know, that's yeah, not so not good. Sure, yeah. no, sure, this sure. is much easier. And, yeah. 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 How about, is it, uh, now, Sandy and I, in our house, it's uh, 1955 era. Mm-hmm. We have floors, wood floors that are squeaky. Mm-hmm. All right. I know somebody who who's gone under the floor joists and they screw them all yeah, in. A, and they actually they make kits for carpeting. If you got carpeting on it, you can screw down and it, it. it breaks right. off mm-hmm. at a certain level and tightens it against the joists, right? Right. But how about this? So if you have wood floors that are squeaking, probably one or two areas that squeak when you walk at them, walk on them, you can silence a noisy wood floor with a bit of cornstarch. Yeah, I've heard cornstarch or baby powder. Baby I guess powder. that's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, talcum powder. Yeah, yeah they, that, squeak, they, that friction. You yeah. sprinkle it mm-hmm. over the area that creaks and then use a broom to sweep it mm-hmm. into the cracks between the boards. The cornstarch will act as a dry lubricant. The only problem is, like with our wood floors, they're really tight against each other. So I don't know how the cornstarch is getting there. Yeah, I, I, th- I, think get under, probably, get I think they're, they're probably throw, talking about, you know, throw kind throw of it No, I don't think that's <laughs> going to work. Yeah. Ugly ceiling <laughs> stains. A leaky roof dripping pipe can run down the stain on the ceiling below, leaving a dirty yellow mark. That uh, makes the whole room look uh, dilapidated. If you're not in the mood to repaint the entire ceiling, there's a great way you can remove or at least noticeably fade the stain. Repair the leak first and then fill a spray bottle with household bleach and water. Use one part bleach to five parts of water. Spray the stain thoroughly with the solution. Within hours, the stain will fade noticeably. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. legally, Chuck, is that covering up an issue? Does that need to be disclosed? I think you do, no matter what, right? Well, I mean, what if you painted the whole ceiling after that? Well, but we're not talking about painting the whole ceiling. We're just painting. We're removing. Yeah, I, I don't see a well, difference. If it's still leaking. Room. It's going to come yeah, back. The, the the point is, you had a problem, you fixed it. Yeah. Okay. And now you're but you're still disclose that there was a problem and you fixed and it. You fixed that, it. Yeah. Okay. Right. You should. Yeah. But yeah. I don't see any problem with okay. just cleaning it No, not it just up. cleaning it. But yeah. if you're selling your house, I think you need to disclose if, now, that if you had the problem. If it's blood and that's the no, no, that's a whole problem. Yeah. Reduced faucet, faucet flow. Now, hard water deposits on the little bits of debris can clog the faucets. There's what? There's a, a aerator a on the aerator. You had a little screen, and and in this area, our water is so mineral rich, yeah. mm-hmm. hard that mm-hmm. everything gets uh, gunked up pretty quickly. So. so, when the screen is full of debris, it slows mm-hmm. the water, forces it to spray out one side. The aerator screen can be removed by twisting it to the left or to the right. I guess it's to the left. Lefty, yeah. lefty, Lucy, Lucy right, 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 righty, yes, tiny, yes, yes. and then soak the screen in white vinegar to dissolve the hard water deposits overnight, and then reattach it. Yeah, or yeah. spend three bucks and buy get a new screen, screen. A brand well, new. Yeah, but our yeah. goal is to reduce no, costs, yeah, no cost. So, yeah. sure. um, also, loose wallpaper seams. Now, those are problems. The wallpaper is all but 
gone. I'd hit the wallpaper and cells. It's coming back. Ca- it is. Right. It is. Just now, telling not you. The, fl- a lot. the floral print may not be coming back no, so but, hard, but it is. It's, I see a lot of so Soften loose paper by spraying the area with hot water, then squeeze a little seam adhesive like Red Devil wallpaper repair adhesive. Beneath the loose section, press the paper firmly back. Yeah. I mean, I know if you go to the, um, <laughs> There'll be tons of if you go to the, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's, they're going to have a variety of things. And then just make sure you sponge it off before all that adhesive dries, because once yeah. it's dry, you're not getting it. Not going to do it, and it'll mm-hmm. co- uh, track dirt. Mm-hmm. Squeaky floors. Do you have squeaky floors in your um, home, Chuck? No, no. Or doors. I'm talking doors. Doors. So doors. Floors. Squeaky no. doors. Yeah. So use some WD-40. Yeah, it's simple. She is. Banging cabinet doors. He's got everything. Yeah, da- banging cabinet doors. If the cabinet doors bang loudly every time you shut them, because you know they, they may not have a self close or soft close. How about this? Gorilla grit cabinet door bumpers. Yeah, you clean the door and they stick out a little bit, and then they soften the close. It's your little yeah. piece of felt right? from Michael's. Little felt, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so a little bumpers. Quickly, ugly stains. Hard water can wreak havoc on the tubs, mm-hmm. showers. So mix lemon juice and cream of tartar. Available at your grocery store. That's how they make CLR. 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 Yeah, same, <laughs> yeah. Same, but this is a free product. seal. This is a lot cheaper. And then uh, make a paste, apply it to, uh, directly to the stains, and it will alleviate With your old thing. toothbrush. Yep. And yeah, don't use your new toothbrush. Not the gel. Well, it won't whiten my it. teeth. Yeah. It will. It might. It could be good. If you got some line deposits. Your teeth don't look dark that you need to worry about that. Saf, uh, drafty doors. I mean, and there's a lot of stuff that I think WeatherGuard, you know, uh, for insulating kits. Uh, sticking door lock. This actually, I think, is a pretty good idea. So if your door lock sticks, whether it's on your car or your house, take a, a lead pencil and rub the, the graphite on the mm-hmm. key itself. Mm-hmm. And then insert key into lock and mm-hmm. move it around and do it several times, and that yeah. will yeah. free it up. It, and it's it's there's that little puff-in spray. That yeah, you, you can, can do get. that as well, but, but yeah, this is a cheap. Same, same type of graphite. you got a pencil, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sticky wooden drawers. This one's interesting. Take the drawer out. Flip the drawer over and rub a bar of paraffin, which is also found in your grocer's canning aisle, on both edges of the drawer. Put it back in, and the drawer will slip and slide yeah. smoothly. I think you can do that with bar soap also. What about mustache wax? Can you use mustache, mustache wax? wax? You can use the type of mustache wax I have on pretty much anything. Everything is okay. <laughs> so you've already, you're already it's set. It's beeswax, yeah. uh, basically, it's a little lip, paraffin. It's lip balm. Yeah. It's, it's so styling gel. Do not call Chuck this afternoon because he will be turning his... Drawers over and yes. using rubbing his mustache on the drawers uh, and just wrapping up. So moldy washer. This is a big problem for front loading washers. I know yeah. a lot of people. We had the same problem. Hate front loaders, uh, but leave them open, leave them open, and that will allow. Or take a baking soda, and um, they're saying it'll remove all mildew and uh, have fresh smelling. Lord, mm-hmm. run a run run baking soda through as a wash cycle, and that should do it. Yeah, so they've done that. You've been there, done that? Yeah. I've right. got a top loader. All right. Yeah, All right. So, look, we, um, we, the thing I think is important, uh, just recapping because we're just about out of time. The absorption rate in the market right now um, continues in homes that are $350,000 or less. You agree, Red? Yep. Okay. Yep. So, Chuck, when you're doing closings, are you seeing, is there a, a, a price point that you're seeing more closings are? Is yeah. it 350 or less? Yeah. Yeah. So what we're seeing is that homes that are on the market in that, you know, hundred thousand to three hundred fifty, they're going to sell quicker with the right marketing, with the right pricing and, and location. But, but this is also a great time for buyers to think about getting a really good deal on a higher-priced home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So don't let the fact that um, you've heard in the news and the media, they haven't caught up with the, what's actually happening, folks. The uh, TV news, the newspaper, they, they're not in the middle of it. We're in the middle of this, and we see it happening every day. Higher-priced homes sitting a lot longer. People are going to be more willing in the winter to buy, to sell, and you can buy and get a good deal if that's what you're looking for. So just know that that is happening. Our thanks as we wrap up here to our folks here in the studio today, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Good to have you here, sir. Glad to be here. Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection. I almost said mustache and all. I just <laughs> no, I don't. Brad He's got Law- a really nice goatee. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. you got to see him in person. You can give him a call at the number. Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Thanks for your you. Thank you. you clean shaven is always. Clean shaven and good. gorgeous. Yeah. And, yeah, and my son, Greg, who does another great job with our marketing. And uh, Greg at WeSellLouisville.com or on Instagram at WeSellLouisville. Right. And you can reach me anytime, day or night. I'm here for you. 376-5483 is my direct number. Hope to see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.